Guys, shut the fuck up. <sighs> Thank you. And now go ahead and talk. We're going. Good lord. Oh, me seriously. Jesus Christ, getting you guys to shut up for two seconds oh. is impossible. Fuck off. It's hard for you, too. We're on episode 17? 18. 18. Yeah. I can't believe we made it this long. Frazier, the We're legal! You're not talking, it's because you're doing this. Right. <laughs> the problem is I've been spending, like, since I've been recording all week, all this has been tweaked and fucked with uh, and all sorts of shit. So. so now you have to tweak it back to the other way. Yep. Yeah. It's like nipples and TV dials. Or, uh, what's the, um, oh, Eddie Azard, when he's talking about oh, Jesus, uh, yeah. turny button things. He goes, you have a turny button thing on a toaster. You turn it to four toast, boom, comes up two toasts. Hard, hardly done. Then you turn it up to five toasts, and boom, comes up seven toasts. It's complete crap. Throw it in the bin. And he goes, the same people that design toasters design showers. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, because you know, there's one nanomillimeter between there and there. And it's, and it's like, he goes, it's one micro nanomillimeter from fantastically freezing to completely fucking hot. <laughs> it's so, ooh. it's so true though. I'm like, you're just going to go, <laughs> yeah, turny button things. <laughs> Same with anything that has to do with the audio world. One little like millimeter to one the right. Click. Yeah. Too far to the left. Too far. Well, it's like carburetor tuning on a motorcycle. Yeah, it's like carburetor tuning on any in general. general. <laughs> okay, can, as a guy, can we all agree that the, and I think some of them have started doing this, but the drug test piss cups need to have a fill line on them? They do. They didn't when I started. And I was like, peeing into, I'm like, how much do Who the like, fuck did you go? Because every time yeah. I've taken a oh, drug see, test since I was 15. Group health. Just to fuck with them. <laughs> drug, drug test... Just STD test. Yeah, there's a line. Fuck the, yeah, the whole like yeah. Oh. There's always a line. Even when I was in the army, I've never had a line. line. No, oh. there was no line on mine. I'm like, how high do I fill it up? They're like, just give us a they little bit. They always tell you to anyway. Yeah. No, they didn't tell. They like just give me a certain like whoever you group whoever did this to you fucked up because <laughs> they've always told me at least get it to here. There is, and they even say it, there is this little bump line around the outside. No, group health did not have that. It was just a solid <laughs> clear cup. They tell you, oh. And this jar first, get your dirty sample here, and then here's another jar, fill it up to here, no more. Have you ever gotten weird judgmental looks when you go in to do STD tests? All, all, all the time. See, I've gotten, I've, okay, had, I've, I've had no. two STD if tests. I ever wanted, if I ever want to know what people look at you like after they're like, you tell them about your sexual escapades, <laughs> I'm like, this is what Fraser feels like. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know, know the worst one? You want to know the worst one. So I went in and actually did an STD test, no big deal. And then I started sleeping with somebody that was constantly tested, so there was no fear of me. So literally, got my test, was clean, and that was after I had whored around a bit. Started sleeping with only one person, and we were constantly fucking, and they were constantly getting tested. So then it was like, okay, I know I'm clean because they're tested, I'm tested, yada, yada, yada. Well, in August, my urethra, and don't judge me yet, let me get there, started to burn when I pissed. And I couldn't figure out why. So I go to the doctor, and of course they give me this smoking hot blonde nurse that's doing this whole thing. <laughs> and like so they're time. always going to I, do. And I told her, I was like, look. I know I don't have an STD. I've only been with one person since my last test. They constantly get tested and they're clean. Yada, 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 we go. And finally she just goes, um, yeah, 
Burning through the urethra never happens with guys unless it's an STD. That's and there's no way you have a UTI because you're a guy. Literally said this to my face. So we're going to do an STD test anyway. Went and did the STD test. And I'm not kidding. This cunt comes back in the room looking at the chart bewildered like, wow, you weren't kidding. You don't have an STD. One, one of those like looks, look down. Look up, look down, look up, look down, look up, look down, look up. Yeah. Making sure it's the right chart. Look up, look yeah. down. <laughs> look back up and go, what the fuck? Yeah, because she literally goes, wow, you weren't kidding. You don't have an STD. And I actually said, I said, no shit, Sherlock. And she goes, well, it's probably, she goes, do you drink alcohol, caffeine, whatever? And I worked at our, and we, I was working outside in the summer in August. And it was the first year it was 99 degrees when the fires were coming in. Yeah. Right. And so I was sweating all the time. She goes, Lay off the coffee and the alcohol for a bit. Drink a lot of water because that's probably what it is, is impurities literally going through your system. But she could not believe that there was no way in hell I didn't have an STD. Was it like just right at the tip? No, no, it was the it's, whole it's, thing. It's, it's, it's all the way. It's pissing okay, all the way out. When, whenever like whenever I have that feeling, which it also not an STD, but it, the, just, the, just the tip. I'm oh, sorry, what was that? Gary's <laughs> yeah, shrinking away in horror. Nope. <laughs> I don't know where that's been. You've touched Subarus with that finger. I have touched a lot of things with these hands. <laughs> What's his name? Welcome back to another episode of the Bar Tools Podcast. This is Max. I'm joined here with uh, Gary Thomas, Frazier, and Cody. Now, where our uh, STDs you... are your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> we just got done talking like a, like a 10 minute speech about this. If you are uh, just joining us, uh, we are five tradesmen who all met at uh, the same bar, the uh, Old Inn Tavern at 502 3rd Street in Snohomish. There we go. <laughs> now I'm done. It only carry on. Rise. <laughs> oh. Jesus. And a big thank you for the Edmonds Police Department for giving us a listen. Oh, really? Along with the Seattle PD. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks for the notice. Yeah. So, luckily, we don't go to Edmonds often or ever. Wait, so if we go to Edmonds, we're more likely to get arrested? I had a terrible experience in Edmonds. That's why I don't go there. What happened? I was at this bar at Edmonds, Mountains, like Edmonds, Mount Lake Terrace, bullshit. Just past Linwood, but not quite Shoreline. Yeah. That gray area. And I was there, I was working at. The grocery store doing loss prevention at the time, right. and met oh, up that with, one. met up with the coworker there because she knew the bartender. I was like, "Oh, cool, cheap drinks." No, <laughs> cheap drinks for her, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I like, wanna, "Why don't you do that? Pull the Gabriel Iglesias when he's going down the roller coaster and he talks about uh, <laughs> he's at Disneyland. He lifts up his shirt. And he's like, dude." I didn't realize it, but my cousin and I, when we lift up our shirts and do this, we look like it. We look hot. We look like sexy bitches. Sexy bitches. But we, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't mad because this is the only pool, t- like pool table area bar that was like free. Right. I didn't have to pay like a dollar for every time. I think I know which bar you're talking about. Yeah. So, um. We're there for a little bit, and we just, I just start seeing, like, my spider senses were going off, seeing a bunch of, like, um, low lives just coming in. Right. And these two just immediately book it straight to the back, and then next thing you know, a couple minutes later, they're, they're already leaving. Oh, I'm, Jesus. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Right. And then there's, like, this, and then I have to do, like, an early morning, so I'm about to head out. Next thing you know, I'm... There's like a big commotion. A lot of people, 
A lot of people are just like running all over Hell Creation. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You see the two guys bolted across the street and then up the street. I'm like, awesome. Time to go. <laughs> I leave, start the explorer, and then I have like some guy, a random guy in the bar run towards uh, my front windshield and starts like, yeah, this is the guy, this is the guy. And then I'm heading out waiting for, because it was around the time where I was having the fuel problem. Jeez. Oh, so I was like, okay, I gotta wait for this bitch to warm up, and then I have, then I can go. So I start getting the going, and I'm like, I already had like four Coronas in, then I start seeing cops show up. Fuck. So then I start sobering up rather quickly. <laughs> leave to go up the, because go up, and then usually I do a U-turn, but it's a double yellow. Right. Cops. Mm-hmm. DUI, yeah, yeah. no bueno. So I find an apartment <laughs> complex, do a UE, and then two of them barricade me in, and then I have to do the whole, you know, turn your car off, keys out the window. So you do a felony stop, pretty yeah. much. High, what the they whole, call high yeah. risk, high risk traffic stop. The whole, yeah, the whole nine yards. And um, they thought I w- They said that there was a guy in the back of the, in the, the smoking pit that got stabbed a shit ton of times. Oh fuck! And one of the guys. One of the people in the bar uh, thought it was me. I love that because how- because I was the only person at the parking lot at that time. Oh, for God's See, sake! See, this is one thing they actually did this study, and it was a criminal justice study. And a professor is standing in front of his class, and all of a sudden, for no reason, a guy comes running across the classroom, yells about five words, and goes out the other door because there's a door on either side of the classroom. And the professor just stops and goes. This is a test. You all get to tell me what he was wearing precisely, except for like maybe his shoes. Like you don't have to get his shoes right. What shirt, what pants, and what were the five words he said? Three out of those 100 people got it right, which mm-hmm. is why eyewitness testimony never fucking gets... Works. Never work Unless you have three eyewitnesses of the exact same thing, that's why eyewitness testimony means jack shit in a court of law. Yeah, because okay. 100 people watching something happen immediately can't even get something right. And also that they've proven that the uh, human memory is so flawed that they can convince you that you've committed a crime in less than three hours. Even though you didn't do it. Even though you didn't do it. Right. The human memory, they, they, if using psychology, they can make you think that you actually committed a crime when you, when you didn't in less than three hours. Right. (laughs) This is pretty much like almost like a thing of brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. You can it's, pound it's it. Like, have you it's, ever, it's just manipulation. You guys, all it is. Yeah, it really is. It's yeah. how it's the same way as people. Like people, like how do you live in denial? Well, sometimes they're not in denial. Sometimes they convince themselves that lying, the mm-hmm. lies are real. Yeah. Well, on a completely different subject. Right. What's the? It was. Well, we I think we have two, two subjects tonight. It was like ultimate uh, tool setup, right? Yeah, yeah ultimate, ultimate tool, tool setup, setup for work and home. And right. then what was? And then the second one we'll get to later, which might be a little bit more entertaining and, <laughs> and funnier, is what was that? Like you, you got the paper. Like we talked a few weeks back about what was the paper you got, and it was like, okay, cool, no big deal. You show up, and the job just went to hell. This is the one you read the paper, and you went. Son of a bitch. (laughs) And you hate this place, or you hate this car, or you hate this job, or like for Cody's case, you hate this route. There's a kid on it. Like you just. Oh no, I got a fucking field trip I'm going to talk about. Right. So you just get it, and you just know this is going to be a bad day. It's not going to be a good day. And how did it go wrong? Mm. So we'll start with like ultimate tool setups. And I think you guys will, you three will go the longest, but. Yeah, pretty much. Because I don't, like for mine, it's not that, you know, intense. Yeah, but how often do you work on your car? Well, not for car, but for work. 
But I'm saying for right. both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it worked for mine. Like if your grandparents kicked the bucket. Right. And then you got that big ass shop out back. Right. Oh. What would be your ultimate tool setup? If, but since you don't really work on cars, I can understand that it would be an issue. Right. Because see, for like for like for the only thing I would really want is there's a German for work anyway for when I'm because commercial plumber is there's a German set of they're kind of like channel locks but they slide and they're smooth instead of being gripped. Yeah. And you and they're amazing. Like all the guys. It, you're not supposed to use your own tools because our union buys all our tools. We, like, almost all the guys buy these anyway and keep them on them and hide them because they're cha- they're super expensive. I forgot what brand it is, but they're amazing. Probably. They're red. They're red handled. Probably way up. Uh, I can tell you afterwards, but yeah, it's they're like everybody has them because they're just that so fucking amazing. There's no like teeth on the pliers. No, they're yeah, they're they're flat jawed. Yeah, okay. they're smooth. They're you can use them. Well, not, what do you use them for? Anything that you would use a, a channel locks for, channel locks for yeah. which channel locks are your number one tool. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, it, but yeah, we would, but, and also you can use them as what are called spud wrenches, mm-hmm. which are um, monkey wrenches, but they're smooth because the, the, when you're doing finishing work, you need a, 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 a monkey wrench or what we could obviously a pipe wrench. But you want the smooth, you don't want the jaws on it because when you're moving the chrome, it'll strip the chrome off. Gotcha. It also cuts into it, the, yeah, the yeah. metal. So if you cut too deep into it, you'll split it at that jaw point okay. and then it'll yeah. start leaking out that. Yeah. I got you. So yeah, they're great for finish work and basic channel lock work, like working with nuts and stuff. Because mm-hmm. they can, you can basically make them, it's like a, it's, it's like a crescent wrench, Probably could be but it's channel locks. Yeah. But right, they're amazing. Basically. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's basically a crescent wrench, but it's channel locks. Okay. And it's amazing. So that's what you would want for work, but what would you want at home? <clears throat> I couldn't tell you. Like I said, they, they you couldn't I, go into detail. Amazing like recording set. stuff, like guitar stuff you, you could use. Oh, you would I, mean, want, you could, I uh, could see you doing like a, mu- a music studio. That would be your yeah. workshop. Oh, yeah. Like the, the mu- like, if so I were to go to a music studio, that. luckily for the music studio, I already have most of what I need. It's just now I need a massive soundboard, which I'd probably get like... So yeah, I mean, if I were to do a studio setup, I'd probably get like my buddy has it. It's like a thirty-two channel Behringer soundboard that can log into your computer and basically you can use it like a keyboard. Isn't that like, like the width of a table? Like how far? How, like, yeah, it's as it big is. as a table. Like it's it's my buddy Jordan has one and it's about this wide. Nice. And it's about this awesome. deep and everything and it's got a mouse pad and everything and it's got all the presets. It's insanely awesome. It's an awesome. Fucking but you setup. would probably want that in your own soundproof room. How much as well, would that cost? So, yeah. How much? Oh, it's yeah. thousands. It's probably upwards of ten grand. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I can look up prices later, but it's I already upwards of thirty thousand. Compared to sound, probably compared to our three setups, that's just, you're you're working with rookie numbers, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I think like, the tool setup that I have at work right now is our is probably just past ten grand. Yeah. The, the only reason like well after after amps and cabs and all that, you're looking probably more towards 30 40 grand for an entire studio room to be set up like the acoustic set up the right way with the hundreds of dollars of mics whatever, you're talking at least $100,000 in that room. I mean, the machine the if you've kept up with the Instagram of Machine Gun Kelly, his latest one where he's sitting and the windows like a tropical area in the back, it was called um I, I feel you in the or in these walls is what mm-hmm. it was called. The microphone in front of his face alone, which is like that one, was three thousand dollars. Just the microphone, Good not the Lord. not the stand, not the pop filter. Oh yeah, when you start getting into real high end quality music equipment, 
you're talking ten thousand dollars for a basic you know yeah. i mean my my amplifier alone without the cabs 2500 bucks brand new out the door just to buy that just to buy the head just for the head so mm -hmm. music equipment is stupidly expensive. expensive yeah i mean the the average the average guitar you see professionals playing anywhere between three to five thousand dollars out the door a gibson les paul's about five thousand dollars out the door god damn yeah, so when you get there, when you start getting to that much money and you have, you know, the money to spend on it and you can buy the professional stuff, it goes away like that. But it's... Yeah. Yeah, the basic stuff I need, I have. Gotcha. I've, yeah. I'd probably, I mean, I'd probably get another couple stands, a couple mics, and a, a better, not that, but another mic kind of like this, but more vocal-based and stuff. But mm -hmm. I have most of what I need already. But anyway... On to the next, which is to the left. Cody. It would be a paint booth for his minifigures on <laughs> for his hex board game. And I don't have those. I don't, I don't use those. Not yet. Mm. I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're old. No dango. Like for like I can't really I don't really have a tool set for work. Like the only thing for like work that I I say that I would call tools are the shoes I wear. That's that's it. Oh, I would also say a med kit just in case. Why? That's already provided. Yeah, but that's kind of like your toolkit for work. See, it is. Yeah, but I don't take like the only thing is if I open it, all I have to do is go to my go to my shop and go. I opened it. I need it refilled. And they just go. This this one's mostly going to be for you three. We're kind of going to stay out of it. Yeah, we'll okay. get to the. Well, it's like the only thing I think like even my home like I don't really do like I don't work really work on my car. If I do, I go to Max. Say, hey, I need this fixed. <laughs> or Gary. Well, Gary's far away. You can ask me questions from time to time, but every but now and then. Now I could see you doing like a gaming setup or something like that. I well, yeah, I could do something like that, but um, then also something I've been thinking about getting into, which is um, I want to start getting back into welding and also forging. Oh, there you go, dude. Yeah. Getting a forge. My dad yeah. wants to do that. I, I bet. If you start doing that, that, I want a knife set time. from you. Well, it's like, <laughs> for like the, the whole entire time that we've been in quarantine, I've been watching the series of Fortune Fire. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. constantly watching like welding stuff, and I'm just like, oh, my God damn, I really, really want to get back into this. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be good. Mm -hmm. I'm coming out soon to do your shop. For Cody? No. No, no mine to hook up my welder. I was like, I'm pretty much done because I can't really like go much. Yeah, much that's, anything, that's like, fine. Like, my job doesn't really require what, what, a lot. What of kind tools. of gaming setup would you go for though? If you, well, that depends. I mean, he's going to talk about. Well, audio. that depends. Like, which kind of genre are you wanting to? Are you talking about like, your PC? gaming? Your setup. gaming? No, setup. but what type of system? PC or console? It's what you what would prefer. What would you prefer? What do you yes, game you on? Have, what do you game on? You have to explain both. That's the hard part. Completely different setups. Like if I wanted to go console, it would be like a home theater room that would be like your whole entire living room, surround sound, everything like that. Then if you want to do your PC, what, Thomas? Here's the fun part. You can do both in the same room. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that's no. I don't like that. You want two separate rooms for gaming? Because there's because there's because hey, if you didn't is... have a budget. If you could yeah. do whatever you wanted, okay. So let's just say <laughs> I have an endless money pit. Endless money pit. My computer surround sound setup would be my own room for my specific reasons. I'm not going into it. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the third point. room with the red door. <laughs> That's Frazier's room. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> all that comes to mind is like that like one wall from Gamer. It's like, can you believe no, porn on this thing? Because <laughs> <laughs> if I really wanted to do something like that, I would have, you know, like, you know, you've seen like the game where it's like the car and you actually drive the car. Right. And it moves. Yeah. That uh, would be in the fucking living room and that would be like the one thing I just like wheel out of the way if I'm not using it. Seven to $15,000 depending on the type that you want. I it can really also go up to twenty five. Twenty-five thousand. The ones I was looking at, it was one was seven thousand dollars. The next one up was like ten thousand dollars. The next one up was like twelve thousand. They have yeah. something similar to that to the, one of the studio buildings in Red. Yes. RTC. It's the the Halo gunship. Mm-hmm. They, it's just yeah. like that. I'll say I saw one that looked like a warthog. Yeah, from Halo. Yeah. And I saw that. I'm like, God damn! Even if that wasn't like, I would try to like, make that into like a go kart. <laughs> You notice when nice. District Nine Some, came? Someone actually did. Sorry. I oh, know. I've, I've seen. I've seen stuff. Like they it. made a. He uh, he took a Toyota. Um, not a Forerunner, just a Toyota pickup. I think it was Probably a. a I think it was a Yoda. Yoda or Tacoma. I think it's but a Tacoma. He, but he uh, built it from the ground up. And drives it everywhere. Yeah, it is a Tacoma awesome. that he built up from did that. You, did you notice that when they? Because obviously they're made by the same people, or because the Halo movie fell out. That if you watch District Nine the cars or the the jeeps that the government or whatever owns look exactly like warthogs but they're painted white yeah yeah because they were originally <laughs> made for that because they were made for the halo movie because it was made by the same I guy they <laughs> look weird right because well because the halo movie was supposed to come out it flopped and they basically gave the director 30 million dollars to do whatever kind of movie he wanted with mm-hmm. and we got district nine yeah. yeah so he just took all the other props and everything so it's your turn max <sighs> so i mean uh, you mean Ahmed. just tools? <laughs> we're, we're just going with tools or shop space too? Tools. For you guys, okay. it'll be tools because we'll be here all day. Yeah, if we go to shop space. Yeah, when um, Fraser was like, all right, we'll see you guys in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> As we jerk each other I mean, off with what we're wanting. <laughs> I mean, at work, I kind of have everything that I need at work to get the job done. I have... Uh, there's always something that makes the job a little bit easier, but I mean, I manage, I get by with this, and I can't really think of anything that I what was absolutely that thing need on, right now. What was that one on the tool truck you really wanted? <clears throat> there was something like a, a month ago on the tool truck that you said you really wanted to buy. When you almost hit, cut off maybe giraffe's finger or, or Paul's no, finger? No, oh yeah, no, I did buy it. It oh. was, it's essentially, they're essentially metal shears. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they're just thing. they're they're really really sharp scissors that have like a jaw in it. Okay. So it's like one blade curved and then another blade curved inside of each other. Okay. Oh. Kind of sort so of. Kind of like a good, Yeah, I don't okay. know. Um, but yeah, that was, those were the ones that I almost cut my boss's finger off with. <laughs> Wasn't he being yeah. a dick? That's how he almost did it. What's that? No, he said, "Hey, stick your finger in this," and he and did. My oh, boss okay. did, and so I I just kind of. I thought he was going to pull them back, but instead he didn't, because I was just going to jerk them closed really quick, but he didn't move his finger. Because he didn't think that I was actually going to close them. But then I closed them, and I realized that... Oh, fuck. So, in other words, they played chicken with metal shears. (laughs) And Max only won. I did win. He bled. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. Um, The tool truck guy almost had a heart attack. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I would love to have... uh, Because the toolbox that I have right now is actually like a long workbench and it's probably from where Cody is sitting to the end of the table kind of workbench right. about 
two and a half, three feet deep. It's about what my And but then I also have a cabinet on the side that goes looks like a gun safe on wheels. If you need a visual, that's hooked up to the side of it. I would love to have a toolbox that has another cabinet on the other side, but then also has a hutch, a hooch, um, with like cabinets up above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. and then lighting underneath yeah. it. Um, that would be nice. <clears throat> tools wise, um, I. Like I said, well, I do, I do need to buy a four-inch grinder, and uh, that's about it that I can think of off the top of my head. But if I wanted to have the shop space at home, oh. I would have my own lift at home. I would have my own metal benders. Uh, I would have a plasma cut, like the plasma cutting table. Yeah. Plasma cutters. <clears throat> Yeah, you'd have I, would, I would have I would have like a full fabrication shop. Yeah, so you'd actually have a physical oh, yeah. shop inside yeah. inside if there. You, could, you would have a CNC machine too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those things are nice. Yeah, and a couple of lathes. Yeah, the, those would be sweet. Mm -hmm. Fraser, didn't we use those when we were in high school? Use what metal lathes? Metal lathes? I used metal and wood lathes when I was in metal shop, and I used a CNC plasma cutter and. Everything. Yeah. Well, I would talk. also I would also get a forge, a furnace. Yeah, these are so fucking loud. We had one in our shop in middle school at Centennial, and you could use it. And man, those fuckers are loud. Mm. Yeah, about the the, the forge. One. Oh yeah, those, those things are always hella loud. Yeah. Yeah. but they're fun. Oh yeah. We had one guy. So we would melt down, you know, metal, right? And then we would, and we were, we weren't like forging anything cool. We were doing the sand forging, where you put a mold in there and the whole and do the packed wet sand thing. Yep. So then, um, so then we'd, so we'd be doing that, and then afterwards, whatever leftover metal, our teacher, Mr. Wilson, had like a kind of uh, die to just dump extra metal in, and then it would make metal bars to throw back in there. Well, one kid stuck his, like, didn't stick his foot in it, but, like, tapped it with his foot to see what would happen. And we came in there later, and it was, you know, we, we weren't in there when he did it. We walk in, we're like, I smell burnt rubber. Who stuck their shoe in the fucking molten metal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't recommend spitting on hot metal either. Yeah. No. <laughs> I did that in welding class, and I asked my teacher, like, what would happen if I spit on it? It's like, go ahead. So I spat on it, and it stunk really bad. Like, we all had to walk away for a little bit. It was awful. So if you ever want to know what your breath really smells like. <laughs> if you're not sure if your breath smells bad or not, spit it on molten level and zip, or oh, molten God, that, metal. That Even just red hot metal. Right. Yeah. That just reminds me of a kid that we actually went to shop with. I don't remember what his name was, but I just remember he... he as soon as he got done welding, like, like a T-weld... It's so where you just have the bottom yeah. plate and the other plate on top. Yeah. This dumbass, without using a glove, after doing multiple welds, grabs it with his fucking bare ass hand. <laughs> and yeah. this was his. This is what his reasoning was. I have to clean it. Well, Na natural well, yeah, selection. Gotta, natural gotta, selection. Right there. So lag off, but arc, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. Our teacher, Mr. Martina, like he's watching this happen. And me and Fraser are actually just technically just right behind him working on something else. Oh, I think we were actually on the plasma cutter working on the trailer hitch yeah, project. Yeah, on the hitch project. But um, he bumps me and he just goes, hey, watch this. <laughs> and, I, and I, as I'm tearing, I hear this, oh! 
And this kid's nice. screaming up a storm. Sorry for yelling out loud. And he charred his fingers. Oh, yeah. Of course oh, I bet. he did. Oh, yeah. Martina yeah, he did, did not give a fuck. I, I, when I was in welding class in college, I burned through my glove. And oh, yeah. I still had a, I had a probably a two-degree burn. It bubbled pretty quick. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I said the thing, the funniest thing I've ever seen in welding class is the guy with an oxy in the set, like the cutter. Huh. He almost caught his clothes on fire. Well, mine, I almost, I, I melt, so back when phones were really robust, I had the little tiny brick that just had the, <laughs> the oh, I remember that, had the, number, had the numbers on fr on the front, it wasn't the Nokia, mm -hmm. but the numbers, it was an LG, okay. and I was grinding, um, we were doing, we were fixing the lacrosse goals for the Snohomish soccer fields, and I was grinding down a couple of the welds, and uh, I went to go check my phone, and it looked like someone had just taken their, like, their like their index finger and just scratched and like just dug a chunk of my phone out. Good, what the fuck is it? And I looked down at my pocket and there's a hole in my pocket because I didn't realize I've been spraying the sparks right at my leg the whole time. There you go, bud. Whoops, back when Fraser didn't know. I, well, I mean, I knew not to spray sparks at myself, but again, at the same time, we were just going and cranking. And at the time, like me and Cody and a couple other people busted our asses in shop because we were doing. Yeah projects for the community yeah. so we had to get them turned around so it i just started so much fun i just started such a pain yeah i just started grinding and didn't think and i was like oh shit my bad because i'm gonna say we made before we left the high school we made the like the shop class like five grand just with the trailer hitches we made a lot of money. then we got some other donations from other areas it's because we did a project for them and they donated nice. money to the shop nice. yeah nice. there you go anyway gary what you got um I think right now, just because cause I'm the, the tool manager for my shift, I can order whatever the fuck I want. Oh, nice. nice. Beautiful. Uh, that's good. That's Isn't that nice? That's a beautiful like you, that's a, you have a wonderful perk right you there in no your idea job. Yeah. How much people hate oh. you that's not in your building. Like, Well, I, like, I just ordered everybody on my shift the Streamlight um, Thousand Lumen rechargeable flashlights. Right. Oh, and nice. I was like, I need a flashlight. I was like, oh, okay, well... There you go. I need all this. Yeah. You have no idea how much people, like, in my trade hate the guy that has your position because we never get what we fucking need. Likewise. Like, I'm, like we're supposed to, because we're, my shift, my shift is behind on getting, okay, well, every, all the paperwork as far as, okay, let's go, basically, like, the Lisa, they want me to also be Lisa. Right. So they're like, okay, let's go through this van, and this van has blah, 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 but doesn't have blah, 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 blah. Let's order blah, 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 so he could be done. Let's go to the next van. Right. Wants to do all that. So I, I always told, I was, I already told him, I'm like, if you need something extra, just float me a couple extra bills, and I'll just say that you don't have it, but you do, and I'll just get you an extra one so you can take it home. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's, there's no doc Like, I can take everything that's in my van right now home, and they wouldn't know. Right. That hey, I had it or didn't have it because of the Max because of the Gary. Next guy. Hey, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, How you doing? I, I need a couple of uh, pipe benders, uh, like like big pipe benders. Don't can't get those. Why not? Because they're not used. The only ones that you get, the plumbers can only get those. Hi. <laughs> Two. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> how, how quick does Max turn into a whore when it comes to tools? I, hey, the tools are fucking expensive. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but, but since that, I think like right now the only thing that I would I really like out like need I'd, I'd suck balls for would be the Bluetooth um, gauges from Testo. Oh, for yeah. refrigeration. Yeah. Uh, the Test and charge kit, uh, kit, 
where you just plug it in and everything's Bluetooth to a tablet. Yep. Sweet. And then would also do the, the their other kit where it does the uh, the wind, humidity, pressure kit, which is all also Bluetooth that does the same thing. Okay. Just think That's of all awesome. we had that at our last job. Oh, yeah, dude, oh. you could do so. You could get so much stuff done okay, with that kind but, of thing. But, but at our last job. Um, are, do you think they're going to give a bunch of Ukrainians that don't speak English a well, bunch of tablets? I'd say it was more for like retro. Right, yeah. as I'm saying, but still give it to... Because how many of those tablets you handed out? <laughs> I didn't get any. I wish I did. No, I mean, if you were if you were at our old job, yeah. do you think they would ever hand out a tablet to anybody on retro? No. No. <laughs> we, we had how that, fast is it going to go missing? <laughs> had that sh- the shitty phone with the, uh, the card reader that didn't really want to work half the time. Oh, yeah. Sh- Guess who got it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so other than that, for work wise, that's really it. But for home, home, um, full uh, full size car lift. Yep. And then like what Max needs, um, motorcycle uh, lift table. Right. Ooh. And then because you can also use that for ATV. Mm-hmm. And then or snowmobile. And then all on a. Miller or Lincoln Electric uh, gas and electric uh, welder. Mm-hmm. Then um, a shit ton of uh, metal fab tools. English wheel. Um, yeah. English wheel, is that's the one that does the fenders, right? No, it's just the two balls together, and then you have to stretch out the metal curve it to what you want. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. but that's curved. Like, they use that mostly, like, to curve fenders and stuff like that, don't they? For whatever. Whatever, yeah. At least that's where I see it the most on TV. You're talking to a non-car guy. Um, and then the um, hydraulic press. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it's kind of like the, the jackhammer version of the right. English wheel. Yeah. They smooth out all the dents. Right. Um, I'd also love to have a, a hydraulic press. Plasma, yeah, plasma cutter. Um, Plasma cutter is just like a need for almost any job. And, and, like, and then CNC. You know, I'll say a CNC sheet is definitely a need. Metal lathe is what I want. And then also the uh, drill press with the X and Y computer uh, access table on it. Yep. Yeah, see, a plasma cutter for... I mean, I know... Max just creamed her pants over that one. I know most of the people in, in probably our audience do work trades, but a plasma cutter makes your job go from, like, five minutes to two seconds real quick. We used to have to drill holes to, to run our pipe and our PVC or whatever because in commercial, all the studs are metal. Mm-hmm. And we used to... You had two options. You either used an angle like the Milwaukee power and did the the blade right. through the metal, or... You went and grabbed the fucking plasma cutter and it's done. Yep. Yeah, it went from a five to ten minute job to two minutes quick. Oh yeah, beautiful things. Yeah, yeah. What'd you set up with? Tito. Uh, there's really you're gonna go off an old nickname Mr. that I had in I call <laughs> Trevor that. I call Trevor that too. Anybody's got a name uh, T is T Dog. Oh, uh, engine stand and cherry picker too. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I would have all of that in my personal as well, but uh, for work right now. Something I would really like is a complete laptop for uh, doing Control 4 only. Control 4? Yeah, Control 4 is basically a home automation uh, setup that is all-in-one. So you name it, it can do it. You can pair 
for and the the thing I love about Control Four is it is not open source, so nobody can fuck with their coding, which makes it so much nicer because. There are times that customers go into their home automation systems, fuck with the coding, and then, oh, why does this doesn't work? Why does this not work? And we have to take three days to figure out why at that point, and because they're not being honest with us of what they did. Yeah, true. Um, yes, his, he is a... Uh, Don't get distracted by me. Keep talking. <laughs> um, so for Control 4, um, you can control all your central lighting. All your audio, all your video, shade, security, cameras, anything that you want to do in a house and do like custom options for is sublime. Uh, hell, there. So it's a control bot, a control panel, or something that controls everything. Yeah, you have a you have a central tower in the house of where you have all your equipment in, and that goes. That's usually wired throughout the house too. Mm-hmm. Um, just the remotes themselves for TVs are $1,200 a piece. Damn. They are expensive. and But the options for them are amazing. Like, I can put a custom scene into a remote for a room. So all I have to do is hit a button, and it's sexy time. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I knew what was going through your head. Just like I, was thinking, you quag- I was thinking Quagmire when uh, Lois comes over. Yeah, that's- oh, Lois, I uh, wasn't expecting you. Just like yeah. Cody's room, and you have one computer in there, and all of a sudden you press the button, the computer goes away, and it's like, chains of whips come down. No, or uh, you, you can always go with Austin, Austin Powers, with yes. the rotating bed. See, I would want, I would want uh, Arthur's bed from uh, Russell Brand's Arthur movie. He had a magnetic floating rotating bed. No idea. And so it was it was a floating bed, but it used magnetism to stay up. Right. And it rotated and Watson would, or uh, his butler would come in and be like, Oh hold on, come come back around. <laughs> oh okay. Oh, I have seen yeah. it. Get him in the Greek. No, Arthur. Oh the movie's called Arthur? Yes. I haven't seen it. No. Um we'll watch it. So this is what that whole system can do, and like I can go into hours about like all the little options that it can do, but just a specialized laptop that can do that by itself compared to the crappy tablet that I have right now, oh, would make my job so much easier. Yeah. But yeah. for home, oh, I've thought about it long and hard. I would have a, basically it would be a, a three-car garage that I would turn into one bay is just auto mechanic and it would be raised so I actually can have a four point lift in there and everything that I would want. Second I'd go bay, with a rotary lift over a four point. Four point. Four, I, I much rather have the, the four point. It just makes it a little bit easier for me. But Pretty I would want, but I would also get like the uh, the roll around like uh, air jack stands. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it just the makes hydraulic. it easier. Yeah, the high, well, it's air because it, they are hi- hydraulic, but it just runs off of Pneumatic. air. Yeah. yeah. Because at that point, if you just have something to do quick, you can just raise it up and not yeah. have to worry about a lift. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're relatively cheap. Mm. They yeah. are. They're, they're actually they're, about like two, three hundred bucks. Mm. Two, three hundred? Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be like twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. No, that. no, they're, they're dirt cheap now. Um, then like in the center I would have just like my normal car bay but in the back on the back uh, wall would be like 
a tinkering station for all electronics and stuff that I would want to do and build. And then the last bay would be a complete woodworking shop, and I wouldn't care. I'd just have everything under the sun that I could use and go for it and from there. Yeah. That would that would be my dream setup right there. I don't work with wood enough. <laughs> yeah, you Liar. do. You do every day. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but which, by the way, I think we're in week five of quarantine at this point. Uh, we started on no, week four. It's been exactly four weeks because we started oh, yeah, yeah. on March 17th, which was St. Patrick's Day. It is now April 17th. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So we're exactly a month out into this. So then the other question was, what was that job that like you looked at the piece of paper or whatever it was and you just knew it was going to go to shit? All of them. Like, <laughs> I, and you and I were talking, me and Gary were talking about this the Actually, other day. Actually, no. It would be you first. Okay, first you look at the city. You're like, okay, I can get home at this at this time if everything goes right. And then you look at the sales guy, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm not getting home. It's or either, like it was either can... sales guy or builder. And if it was, right. it's like it would be. It's certain builders. It would just be like, fuck. And right. then there's other sales guys. Like, well, I'm not gonna have a. I'm not gonna have an early day today. Fuck my life. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, we had. There was two in particular that were. A pain in the ass for me, and I'll nickname one. Or I'll say one is the nickname we gave it, which was Troll Brothers, <laughs> and they're a residential housing company in the area. Yeah, TB. First off, Kirkland Houses, twenty. What like what was it? Twenty five hundred square feet, two story houses with no yard. Like the yard might as well have been your living room, <laughs> starting at a million dollars. Why? Because it's in Kirkland. Yep. That's the only reason. What about those ones that were over by the, uh, close to the Kirk, um, downtown Kirkland, over by the waterfront? Mm, oh, yeah, I know what you're, you're talking about. I don't know, remember the name of them, though. Super ridiculously, like, up-to-date, modern, and wanted, like... Everything under the sun for it. it was, yeah. It's way needed, over the top. You needed, like, your unborn kid and then your unborn's kid's kid <laughs> to be able to afford this. And then when you get down to, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, the innards, that was just utter garbage. Right. And you're just like, oh, I'm like. So, just like that, there's one over in Queen Anne mm-hmm. for TB that's god awful. And I'm surprised that we're still working there at some point because they've got their electrician, actually, their electrician company that they were using just told them to fuck off. They complete, they just left. They just up and left because of how shitty this place is. And it has been nothing but a nightmare for the entire company that's worked there. Everybody in Newcon, all the plumbing guys, anybody doing HVAC, including me, who's doing all the smart home stuff in there. Shit. <laughs> Is it just like... Well, I know it's TB, but just like they want it in like the space where they're just like, it's just not going to work out. Like most of the time. Uh, like, you know, like what usually with them or like um, MF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know. They, uh, the return where they always wanted the return. Right. Especially because with them, it was always a five ton. No matter what, five ton, but they would, but then they were like, oh, can you just put it in like this small little corner of the room so it's just not in the, in the, in the visual space of everything? No. <laughs> yep. Now, for this one, these were all five plex to eight plexes. And the starting on these places was $1.2 million. And that's starting with barely any options. You have no yard. You barely have a garage. And I think the smallest one there is 1,200 square foot. And it was still oh. and it's still $1.2 million. I say the one that drove me nuts was, and the one that was always hardest, is I worked in PVC and line set. 
which meant which means for people at home I would run the drain off the furnace, which was just three quarter inch PVC, easy job, no problem. The hard part was the line set because I had to get a line set and this was the Bothell TV. They were the townhouses oh. right behind the library. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> see the laughter? Yeah. Here's, and here's how stupid these houses are. 1,200 square foot house, three separate floors. Mm -hmm. 400 square feet per floor. That's it. And the downstairs was a garage, a two-car garage, a bathroom, the laundry, and that's in it. In a so hallway. The, that's it. It wasn't yeah. even a hallway. It. it wasn't even a hallway. It was just, it literally, you walked in to the in left. Was, room. Yeah, to the left was a bathroom. Mm -hmm. To the right was the laundry room, and that was it. And then you go up to the second floor, and that's the kitchen, living room area. Yeah. And, and the top had a bathroom. Yeah, the bedrooms yeah. and the bathroom. Yeah, two bedrooms, two bathrooms. That's so it. it's a studio house. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. And it's three floors tall. So, like, when we get done and we're blue-collar workers, do you want to come home and climb a three stories to get to your bedroom, to take off your clothes, to go downstairs, to watch TV and make dinner, to go back upstairs and go to bed? That's how you get your steps in. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do your stairs that day. Right. So we... So, but the problem was you have to go from the bottom floor and then no, most of the time with the way these were set up, they would actually sit in front of the garage. Mm -hmm. So they would sit in front of the garage in between each unit. Yeah. So you had to come up into the garage and the way we'd run it, we'd actually start in the second floor, push it, just go see and the look Gary just gave me is all I I already to say. know what you're going to say on this. You have to push it up from the second floor. You wouldn't even go to the first floor. Push it up from the second floor into the top and get it into into the attic and get it into the furnace. Then you came down into the, and there were I-beams, and mm -hmm. pray to God you didn't have to go left or right with these, but then you had to curve it this curve it to the right, so you come down to the I-beam, curve it this direction to get it into the wall, come down, then go all the way into the garage, so you're, you've already come down to the second floor, you're in the ceiling of the second floor. Take a right to get all the way to the side wall, one of the outer walls. Okay, I see it. And then you have to come down into the garage. So now I'm in the I-beams in the garage, and the I-beams in the garage run this way. Compared to the other way. To get out to the front, and then you come down, peek out the side, and now you're into the unit. So, so you've basically run copper in a zigzag formation throughout literally this entire house. And... Yeah, and not to mention from the HVAC standpoint, the oil traps that you just made. Mm -hmm. Just how inefficient the, you've the, made yeah, that the line. In, the inefficiency is just is outstanding. Yeah. Now, with that too, there like for stuff that I've done with those kind of houses, it's like in an electrician's part, you can only do so many bends. So many bends, especially in conduit. You know, in a different type of uh, builder, which is we're just going to say ulti. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate. Builder. I have to run inch flexible conduit from where the 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 stub is, or basically the D mark, mm. uh, to where the panel is, which is usually on the second floor in the laundry room. Mm. <clears throat> and trying to get there and abide by the three sixty rule for the elect the National Electrical Code is the hardest fucking thing in the world. So. What I mean by the 360 rule in the net, uh, for the NEC is any conduit, and I mean any conduit, you are only able to bend it 360 degrees for the entire length of that thing. And if you do it before you reach where you're supposed to go, you have to put a junction box. Yep. 
<laughs> Max, <laughs> look on Max's face. He is dumbfounded. By he this. was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> so if you have to put well, in four nineties. And then you still have to keep going. You have you to have to put box. a junction box in. I, I only understand like basic electrical, but just thinking about the house that you're <laughs> describing, and then thinking yeah. about that, it's yeah. just kind of yeah. No. I mean, and, and now for try, mine, now try doing that on a three-story townhouse. No, right. Like oh, for, and that's I, what I'm saying. I have to. And that's what I'm saying. For mine, imagine you have a copper line. It's, it's yeah. a seven eighths copper line. Right. The at in the and I'm just motioning. If the the furnace is here in the top of the house, okay. and it's in the center top. Okay. I have to come, you know, I have to go over to a wall, come down, then drop it, come over this way, drop it into a chase so I can get into the garage. So I'm in the top of the garage now. Then run it out this way. Come down and, and are then you guys poke having, out the house. Are you guys having to cut holes in the drywall together? No, 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 this, no. This, this is just pre drywall. Okay, this is this all pre drywall. drywall. But I am okay. bending copper line and trying not to <coughs> kink it this entire time. Yeah. And the more you cut it up and make it different chunks, the less efficient it would be. Right. And I'm struggling with it's. It's also pre insulated. So I'm shoving a, this so, much through a hole this big. In a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think the best uh, analogy that I can give I can give you for a visual on that is: Does anybody remember the old Windows pipe uh, screensaver that just went all over the place? That's it's what it pretty like. much like that. But I but I have to bend most of it by hand and not to kink it because if I kink it, I have to cut it out and start all over. Speaking of, like with old tea houses, the uh, if you go up in the attic and do the spider box, oh. and then look at where everything, all the rooms and. All the vents are supposed. To, mm-hmm. It looks just like that. That's what the screensaver looks. Yeah. But to top yours. Oh no. Do you remember? No, it was. It was you weren't there. You may have been. The uh, houses, the three-story ones in downtown Seattle. I know. I didn't know which have to ones in downtown one, Seattle. I can't remember. It was the the one where it was all mini split. Yeah, those are. That's the Queen Anne location. Oh, those. Yeah, so, and it's still going. Gary is That's more of a Peter Griffin. That, that laugh you just heard was Gary going, "Oh, you poor sons of bitches." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because on the ver- the the roof is basically like a platform mm-hmm. and platform balcony, and you have to take this mini split unit. From the wee floor to the wee at the top of all stair, five. Those like four or five. Three or three. three? The, there was a few where it was it was just all switch but switchbacks like you were on well, a hike. How long? How long did you work on those? Uh, it was one day is too long. So whatever yeah, 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 he says. Yeah. How, how like how many jobs of those did you do? Oh, so it was one one or two days of just running the. Uh, the line set for the oh, mini splits. So, and mine took so, about two days. So and I almost did half of those towns. So, so one of the dif- aren't thinner. The difference between it's been three years. <laughs> the difference between like a traditional HVAC unit and a mini split is that the mini split has different head units for different uh, points of the house. Points of the house. So okay. you're having like two, four, six, eight lines going through the different portions of the house you, back to the roof. You know Piltrick Drive-In, right? Yeah. So when you walk in and up on the left, there's that white box. It's about yeah, this yeah. big. That's a head. 
Okay. And then the base unit is like a, a small air conditioning unit, but mm -hmm. it's it's rectangular. Is all it is. Like the ones that sit in the window. Hmm? No, 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 no. It's 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 you know the you know the square ones you see outside people's people's houses. The one with like yeah, yeah. The, the the big the big three by three I actual so. air conditioning yeah. unit. Think of like that, but it's rectangular shape and smaller. That's all it is. Okay. No. We you've heard enough about us. I want to hear Cody's because he said he had a a field trip. Yeah, a field trip. Well, I technically have like multiple routes that I could technically talk to, especially when I lived over in Spokane, because that's like where I actually started driving. Mm -hmm. So the whole field trip itself wasn't that bad. It was just the later outcome of it. <laughs> so I am about 22, 23 years of age when I just became a bus driver. So I went to one of the high schools in Spokane. I had to pick up the cheerleaders and take them to the stadium to where they were doing um, stuff with the Globetrotters. Gotcha. So doing stuff with the Globetrotters. <laughs> they were the it's, illegal. it's illegal. It's illegal. It's <laughs> illegal. Cheerleaders doing stuff with the Globetrotters. Yes. Yeah. You ever watch that show, Black? Show. <laughs> 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 right fucking there, mister. Anyways, so um, the girls and their two coaches go inside. And um, I'm sitting there in the in the bus, and one of the stadium security guys says, he, and he asks me, he's like, he's like, what are you still doing in the bus? Are you going to go watch the show? I'm like, but no, I'm just here on a field trip. He's like, yeah, the bus driver's going for free since you're technically working. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. I had my badge, and I just watched, and I go up to the ticket lady. She's like, oh, go right ahead. In. So I'm like, okay, fuck, fine. Watched the whole entire show. It was actually pretty fucking fun. I'm not going to lie. Globetrotters are Well, great. yeah, it's cheerleaders doing stuff with the Globetrotters. I didn't give a fuck about the cheerleaders. <laughs> they were all ugly. So you were into the black men, what the black men were doing. <laughs> hey, I like the way they fondled balls. Yeah. He, he oh. took that one on the chin. He did good with that one. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> Anyways, they had fun show to watch. As I'm so, I took all took all the kids back to the back of the high school, and there was one kid I actually take had to take to her fucking house because her parents didn't show up. Oh, lovely. Well, my the business that I worked for said if nobody's there to pick up the last child, you have to personally drive them home. Huh. Yeah, they don't have that in Snohomish. No, fuck no, <laughs> not anywhere in the West Coast. It's the well, technically, it's, not, it's not the bus driver's responsibility. It's right. the coach and the yeah, and the parents. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, it's like fucking eleven o'clock at night. I want to get the fuck home as I'm tired. Tired. Luckily, the person lived on my way to drop off the bus at back at work, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. But as I get back to the bus station, I'm cleaning up the bus. I find like little pieces of paper here and there throughout the whole entire bus. I had about, I think, twenty five cheerleaders on the bus. I had about. 20 pieces of paper just sitting on the seat. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. Oh. Every single one of them had their phone number, name, and address to their house. And I'm just like, I'm throwing all fucking all of these away. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very awkward. What was your... Because you hate Fords. But what, like, what... Not that I hate Fords. What car truck did you go to Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> that's scary as he did that mean ass look. This 
story, this story is not about a Florida. You're not going to believe this. This story is just, about a Chevy we just, we just We just clipped all of the, the channels real quick because we laughed so hard. And the clipping levels, we went six decibels over each. There's three channels. So currently my screen says 666 on it. <laughs> 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 So it was actually about a Chevy this time, huh? This is recent. Can't hear every valvule. <laughs> this is this is more about the owner of the car than but the actual knew, car. But you knew that when you opened this hood, it was just going to be a nightmare. Oh, it wasn't when I opened the hood. So we had a, a we had a Trailblazer get towed in, and I think it's the always dudes, a good way to start. I I think the dude's parents might. Uh, what was I going to say? The dude's parents. Were, they were longtime customers, okay. I, think, I think is what it was, and this guy had his car towed in, and we're like, all right, well, it's a Friday, and he's getting it towed in at the end of the day, so we're not going to get it to it until Monday. Okay, no worries. If you could just leave the keys in it, I have some stuff that I need to get out of it later. Okay, cool, no worries. Just make sure when you're done, you drop it through the key slot. Monday rolls around, and... Um, we think this guy was living in his car. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can... I Sitting here, I can smell his car. <laughs> <laughs> it... It was, and Gary, it was, it was, it was like, we came in on Monday, my boss was even like, I think this guy might be living in his car, but, you know, so maybe you go out there, maybe you just, like, make sure nobody's in it. So I go out there, I open the door, and I was, like, this close <laughs> to blowing chunks on the sidewalk, and it was, I, I can't think of the most absolute most disgusting horrible awful smell that you could ever imagine so basically it and was then like a, double it it was a fog that you could cut oh dude <laughs> just bo and oh, nut fog and oh like stuff. it was was it like a sweet sour kind of uh, smell or was oh, it like a bo oh, like it was, heavy it was, smell it was mm. Like a uh, septic tank smell, and like Bo just had had a baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, sweet and yeah. tangy, but, oh. was, but But the worst part, it was palpable. <laughs> it was like uh, you could just cut it. We a, a kind of slice I, off and, and eat it. <laughs> I don't remember what the guy's complaint was. I just knew it wasn't starting, and so I like pulled my shirt over my face and. Pop the hood and I slammed the door as fast as I could, and then tried to figure out why it wasn't starting. But it was parked down the street from my shop, and so I was like, "No way, I'm driving this over to the shop. I'm not getting in this. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to get in this car." Unless you have a hazmat suit with its own air supply. No, I wouldn't. So in the army, we had uh, different levels of hazmat. Yeah. And so you had, like, I think level one or... It was either lowest to highest or highest to lowest. And so it was either level one or, like, level six. That was just a gas mask. And then you had, uh, like, the full-on suit. gas suit yeah, that was sealed suit. and super tight. And yeah, training in those sucked. But uh, <laughs> I, I, bet. I told my boss, there's no way I'm driving that car unless you provide me with, like, a level six hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, Monsters Inc. 
hazmat suit. Yeah. I'm not doing it. This is not, this is <laughs> And so we made the giraffe do it. <laughs> the yeah, giraffe. So he, um, actually, another recent one was a car that I wasn't excited to work on. Um, was a... And it's every time I see this guy's name on a work order, it's like, fuck this guy. Put him in the back of the list. <clears throat> so we have a rack that worked with all of the work orders on it, and they, our shop is right on a corner. Right. And so there's nowhere to really park. We don't have parking really at our shop. So you have to like park down the street and down the other street in the bus lane wherever you can find parking. Um, but there's this one guy that ever I see his name, it's like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, not worry about your fake trying to figure out your car because it's, you know, not, sure. not my priority. Not what priority kind of car and why? It? He owns like six or seven different cars and then promises to pay. Oh, wow. this dude. It's a, he's basically, but he windy. has, uh, uh, one of them is your van that you love that you really really want you said he's got two thousand dollars racked up in the shop now right he's got like he's got eight thousand dollars racked up and he keeps saying that next time he comes in he'll make he'll make a payment and it's like yeah why don't you just stop serving him then i'm not the owner i don't know no my remember the guy or you weren't there for the story and neither were you it's i feel like it's one of those things where he's been a customer for so long it's just better to save face Maybe he helped him get laid too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, thirty thousand dollars. If you saw him, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say that. But remember that you weren't there for this in either review. Oh, but I know talks. you've heard the story of it. Oh. There was a guy, and when you worked at the HVAC company, they made a rule because one of the guys went in a customer's house and had to shit. Which we're at your house all day. We need to use the restroom. If you expect <laughs> us, and I had one customer do this. If we show up and you know we're going to be at your house for eight hours a day, which for the record, if you're planning on getting air conditioning, it takes about eight hours to install the bitch. Get used to it. Depending on the house. Right. About, that's what I said, about eight hours. Anyway, we have to use the bathroom every once in a while. One guy would not let us use the bathroom, and that guy can go kick rocks. But anyway. Oh, shit on your porch. They made a, they made a rule that we couldn't... Shoe booties. Yeah. They made a rule that you couldn't shit in the house because one of our old installers stunk up the place so bad that the owner called and complained. Well, I would think that would that would be true seeing that what some of us eat in the morning yeah. from 7-Eleven or other places. So then... Those damn taquitos. <laughs> so there was one guy, and this again, this is before you and you, that just as I got on, they... Went to go, he quit. I forgot why. I think he was fired. But they went to go clean out his truck. And because they passed the rule, they, oh. there were shoe booties yeah. that you had to put on. He just hot bagged the shoe booties, threw them in a bucket, and left them in the truck. Oh, and wow. then and then mine, the ginger midget, literally got the gallon jug of mm-hmm. the high oh, high no. voltage wire nuts. And instead of asking the customer to just piss, that's all he needed to do. He would piss in the wire jug, in the wire nut jug, and it was yeah. a gallon full, and he would just leave it in the truck with the cap off. So by the, like, a month in, I had to go talk to our boss and go, you get this nasty motherfucker away from me before I dump that on his fucking head, because it smells like fucking piss back there. <clears throat> and at this point, and this is the really weird thing, it was literally like orange soda orange. 
Because oh, all he drank were energy <clears throat> drinks and shit. And I was like, like sign up. low low every day. Like, you were not supposed to the have The one-eyed pirate. The one-eyed pirate, did, he, he did the same thing. How did you not dunk it on his head? But he, but he wasn't as bad. He like he like the buck like old bucket of the the screws. Right. Yeah, he'd get that, but then he'd immediately toss it. Right. See, this one didn't. He we literally had four bottles of piss that were Gatorade bottles floating around, and then we also had the wire nut thing that was a gallon of piss. See, the, and it wasn't ever mine. The only time that both me and him were on like really bad at it was when we got the. Super tall jugs of the monster. Right. I, I would get the mon- the monster white label zero energy. Right. With with the cap. Yeah. So yeah. then when I'm like if if we if like we, if we got the like a shitty job and we're just constantly busy and we just have like no time. Right. And just like a quick little okay before and then just suit up and then get in the crawl or attic and just get shit done. And then over time, you'd forget that it was there just because you're constantly just going into work. But you clean the truck out every morning. I do. <clears throat> right. That's why. Uh, usually, I made it a habit at like the end, toward close to the end of the week, or if we just had like an easy job, I clean the truck, get rid of all of that. Right. But this wasn't. Did again. This little shit didn't get rid of things every week. It was in there until I finally went up to our boss and went, "Get this fucking shit out of here, or I'll kill him." Oh, that's nasty. And then he got in trouble for that's it later. That's sanitary. Because he because yeah. he did the exact same thing, and they found I forgot what did he do? What did what did they? No, they, they started. They he took him and just threw the the whole full thing away into the trash can, and with like the uh, the AC boxes, and then when the the guys with shop help would throw it away. Yeah, Steve. Because yeah. Steve yeah. found a bunch of piss bottles in the air con- old air conditioner mm-hmm. box full of garbage. He's like, I'm not throwing that away, and then he got in trouble for it because yeah. they finally got caught. Now there was also a different instance of where somebody had to use facilities, and they used a pookie bucket. Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. I no. was gone. Okay, so no, but this was this was when we were still working there, and it was I think it was Glenn that told us about this because uh, they. Say it, it, I'll bleep it. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, it, I, I believe it was Glenn that told us this. But somebody shat in the fucking pookie bucket, didn't tell anybody because he put the lid back on. They brought it up into an attic and started going in. <laughs> <laughs> and started it, spreading it around? <laughs> and they're like, why does this smell like shit? Because you're in an attic that's poorly lit. You can't see what's going on. And it's hot. Yeah, and it was middle of summer. Oh, well... <laughs> Hot shit. <laughs> Wait, hold oh, on. He my. shot into a pookie bucket that had pookie in it still? Mm-hmm. Pookie bucket? Uh, so pookie, what's pookie? pookie? So pookie is a slang is, term. Is duct okay. sealant, also okay. called mastic, also okay. called pookie. Okay. Even the commercial guy is just called pookie. pookie. But it's literally like pancake batter mm-hmm. and what it's caulking that you put on your uh, ductwork. Any okay. seal for ductwork, okay. so it yeah. makes well, it so airtight. Nice put it in a work bag, pretend like you're like a mason, it's just like put filling in the cracks and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no. it's literally, it. it's literally, pa- it's, and it's the consistency of pancake batter. Yeah, so because of that, they had to rip everything out and redo it. That's fucking. Funny. Could you imagine if they turned that furnace on and just? <laughs> 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 like you're sitting, you're sitting, you're sitting under your vents. Honey, the dog cracked in the house again. <laughs> but you're no, smelling but that all the time. That would be oh. 
through the whole entire fucking house. That yeah. would be fucking No, horrible. but they were just doing the exterior of it. They weren't doing the interior. They just needed to get the last part of it done. But How they, do you shit in a bucket and, and forget, like, and what consistency is your poop that it mixes in with Pookie perfectly? How do you diarrhea. shit and forget it? Well, because they opened it up and then mixed it around to get it going. Oh, no. <laughs> no. During the summer, it separates, remember? Oh, no. Oh. Because, it, because, well, and no, the, the Pookie, um, the, like, the, because it's oil-based. Right. right. Water. It's the water, water goes down. The oil no, the, the water goes up, and then the yeah. more of the pace is at the at the oh, bottom, okay, right? So yeah. when you first open it, you have to like mix it, kind of like, so like it, a it gets all back together. Yeah, well, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's in. And the other funny thing is those buckets were so inconsistent on on literally on the viscosity of the stuff. Because me and Race would go look for the thickest pookie we could find because it was easier to spread and it would stick. Right. But then there were days you open it up and it was like water. Like you literally are just well, mixing. That water was just up. the ordering from uh, 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 the WB frog. She would order the the cheapest shit, and the cheapest stuff wouldn't stick. Right, but it was all the same brand. It was just inconsistent. Like one bucket was his heart, like was like literally digging out rubber cement. The other was just like mixing like water. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. It was bad enough to the point at at one point, people would go in other people's trucks and swap the buckets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So when I was back in the army, uh, talking about filling stuff up we went out to a week-long uh we went out to a week-long uh, gunnery range where it was uh it was a test to see our the ability of our truck the ability of our truck this, this is a why do you get the raw hand it's it's to symbolize the group okay the group see if it was just one it's this you know if i'm talking to you it's like this it's okay we're being like italian this. over there he is italian he's sicilian <laughs> So, uh, we're out at this week-long gunnery, and it's the fir- my, it's my first gunnery. It's when I first got to Fort Drum, New York. They, we, we did it every spring. And um, one of the guys, uh, Specialist S, he was a pretty big dude, just fat. And he, he really... <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a special term uh, that one of the army guys that I knew when I worked at uh, the grocery store and graveyard, he called him. What the fuck did he call him? All right, while well, you think about that, uh, um, <laughs> can I have that back? <laughs> Good catch. <clears throat> so, you know the, uh, I'm trying to think of the size of the Gatorade bottles, the like, liter? Yeah, the big liter. one. The big one. Two liter, whatever. One liter. But, um, one so, liter he made a bet. Uh, with one of his sergeants, and his sergeant bet him that he's like, I bet you won't fill that up with with is? dip spit. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh. Guess who? When he finally filled it to the brim, <laughs> guess who showed up? Command. Command. It was. <laughs> it was the. Uh, command sergeant major. Oh no. Oh god. And. Our major came in, and they saw it. He had it just sitting on the hood of his Humvee. And if you don't know what dip spit looks like, oh, you know, no, yeah. it looks like Coke without it, all the without the carbonation. It, it Coke and but with like Coke with like the viscosity of syrup. Yeah. And ah. this is this is a week's worth oh. of dip spit. Dude, everyone around the table is trying not to gag. Mm. 
And I mean, when I was in the army, I did dip a little bit. Right. Because, I mean, I do trying to stay awake at night, stick a dip in, can't light cigarettes because of the... Right. You have to, try, you have to yeah. try and stay, stay right. stealthy. So, so what did Command and, do to this guy? Oh, Command saw it and it, it rolled down. It was, we call it the snowball effect because Command would get mad at the next level down and then the next level down would get on the next level down and even the harder the and then gets fucked. everybody gets fucked what did the sergeant do though because he was the one that bet him I don't remember <laughs> I just remember our major showing up seeing the dip bottle that was filled to the brim and he's like that's fucking disgusting how can you guys be like living like this kind of right living yeah. like pigs well, there's also like a code of conduct for like cleanliness. We're and stuff out, we're like out that. in the field. Yeah, our code of conduct for cleanliness is: Do you have any hand sanitizer? Yeah, pray. <laughs> pray think of, think of on quarantine when you're trying to like wipe everything down and make sure it's wildness. We were doing that to our bodies every other day. There is no shower. Just trying to <laughs> yeah. with wet wipes. <laughs> and you do the diamond, your groin, your yeah. armpit, your head. Your other armpit. No. <laughs> your with, with, with again. one wipe. <laughs> it's just, di- just different parts. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, be sure to like, share, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bar Tools Podcast. And if you don't have either of those, then you can always email us at bartoolspodcast at gmail.com. Now off your fuck. <laughs>